What's up, everybody? This is Majet from Diva Girl Tribe, and you're listening to the Diva Girl Radio Podcast, the show that connects, supports, educates, and empowers people who want fun, unique, and diverse experiences in their lives and businesses. Let's make this show on the road. Time for the good stuff. So our first speaker tonight is going to be Sherry Andrews. She is an attorney with 32 years combined law firm practice and in-house general counsel experience. After 16 years as, as in-house corporate general counsel, Sherry chose to redirect her time and talent to providing impactful legal services for heart-centered female business owners and solopreneurs. Using pricing models that eliminate stress over hourly rates, Sherry helps entrepreneurs weigh legal risk against business objectives, make informed decisions, and implement contracts and policies designed to protect their livelihood, livelihood tonight. She will give us the five keys to launching a legally sound business. And with that, I am passing the mic to Sherry Andrews. All right. Five keys to launching a legally sound business. So is this you? As a business owner, have you avoided consulting with an attorney because the fees scare you or you find it intimidating? Have you decided that legal DIY is good enough for now? Or are you assuming that the legal stuff can just wait until later? Or maybe you haven't even given the legal aspects of your business a second thought. No matter what your business is, law is involved and what you don't know can hurt you. So if laws are ignored or misapplied, they can literally sink your ship. Tonight, I'll share the most common legal mistakes that entrepreneurs make when running their business. I challenge you to consider the legal aspects as an opportunity to protect your business and position it for success. Now, much of this may sound familiar or it may be completely new to you. And in either case, there's no judgment here, just education. But before we launch into the presentation, a disclaimer. This presentation is educational only and does not constitute legal advice and no attorney-client relationship is created by your attendance. So why me? What qualifies me to teach you about the legal issues for entrepreneurs? Well, in addition to my 32 years of legal experience, I am a serial entrepreneur. Throughout most of my professional career, I've had a side hustle business from making and selling crafts to eight years in direct sales in the scrapbooking industry while also running a t-shirt design business, to most recently having a booth at an antique mall. I've experienced firsthand the issues entrepreneurs face when running their business. Now, as a small business owner, you are the captain of your ship. Like me, you come to your business with an entrepreneurial spirit and a willingness to roll up your sleeves, do the work, and even get dirty but are you really ready? Before you launch your boat, you need to make sure that the gas tank is full and you have all the provisions you need for a successful journey. The same holds true for your business. The first key to launching a legally sound business is to choose your business entity. What size boat are you planning to captain? A rowboat, a luxury yacht, maybe an ocean liner? Well, in the business world, the business entity is your boat. It's the container that holds your company. Skipping this step means your business has no legal structure. There are two very, very good reasons to set up a business entity. The first is to protect your personal assets, 
And the second is to minimize your tax liability. So what entity should you choose? Your choice should align with your business goals and objectives. Is it going to be just you or are you planning to scale up and maybe franchise in the future? Are you self-funding or will you need venture capital? Your intended size and scope will help define the proper business entity for you. And today I'm just gonna discuss the first two on this slide. Uh, the sole proprietorship is the default. If you start your business and do nothing else, you are a proprietor. And what that means is that you are the business. There's no separate legal entity to protect you. So all of your assets, including your home, your car, your bank accounts, are at risk in answering for any debts or lawsuits against your business. A limited liability company, on the other hand, does exactly what the name implies. It provides limited protection for your personal assets by creating a separate entity that is liable for your business debts and lawsuits. And in my experience, the LLC is in fact the best option for most small business owners. And in fact, once your LLC becomes profitable, you may even decide to file an S-Corp election for the tax benefits. This can make a significant difference in the amount of profits you keep in your own pocket rather than handing over to Uncle Sam. The second key to launching a legally sound business is don't go it alone. Many entrepreneurs make the mistake of thinking that they can or have to do everything themselves. But as captain of your ship, you need a crew to help you on your journey. You may be a fantastic coach, but marketing is not in your wheelhouse. Or you may be a diva at marketing, but finances make you break out in a cold sweat. You know what you know, but do you really know what you don't know? Your crew is there to fill the gaps for the skills you don't have or the skills you simply don't have the time to handle because it may be more efficient to outsource some of those tasks and instead spend time on income producing activity. Now, unless you have specialized training or knowledge, there are four areas where you should definitely have a member on your crew advising you. These are legal, insurance, finances, and taxes. These are the professionals who will help lift your business above legal and regulatory compliance issues. You want solid relationships with these professionals because in each of these areas, an innocent mistake could sink your ship and wipe out everything you've worked so hard to build. And you don't want the first time you call one of these professionals to be when you're already in trouble. Now, have you ever heard the saying, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure? Well, nowhere is that saying more true than in the legal arena. Seriously, the money you spend up front to have an attorney set up your business entity or draft a contract for you uh, can save you 100 times as much or more down the road. And prevention beats litigation any day of the week. So get someone on your crew who can provide you with that peace of mind. So now you have your boat and your crew, but you still aren't quite ready to launch. You need to make sure you have the provisions for your trip. So on a boat, that might be life vests, gasoline, food, gear. In your business, it's your contracts and policies for compliance. So let's talk about those. The third key to launching a legally sound business is having solid contracts. Operating without business contracts um, can, um, excuse me, can leave you exposed to legal risks that are easily avoidable. 
operating with a solid business contract provides you with the opportunity to resolve issues before they even arise and put important legal protections in place. Now, there are as many types of contracts as there are types of business, and I'm only going to discuss one tonight, and that's service contracts. So this is the contract between you as the company and the client for whom you are providing goods or services. A solid service contract spells out your price and payment terms, your rights and obligations, meaning exactly when and what you are providing to the client. Your client's rights and obligations also, and especially any obligations on the part of the client that may affect your ability to deliver. Dispute resolution provisions, those are gonna determine what happens in the event of a disagreement. And finally, other legal protections. So let's say by way of example that you're a coach located in Pennsylvania and you have a client out in California. Your coaching is all done virtually and part of your coaching is assigning homework. If your client routinely fails to do the homework, clearly they're not gonna get much out of the arrangement. But what happens then? Can the client demand a refund because they're not happy with their progress? Are you obligated to continue moving the program forward even though the client hasn't even completed the foundational steps? If the client sues, will your matter go to court or to arbitration? In what jurisdiction, Pennsylvania or California? A solid contract answers all of those questions and more. It makes it a lot easier to prevent a lawsuit from even being filed or to ensure that any lawsuit is brought in a forum that is convenient to you. Now, as your boat leaves the dock, you have the peace of mind of knowing that you've filed a float plan with your local marina and you're aware of all the regulations designed to protect the waterways you plan to travel. After all, you wanna be sure that you aren't doing anything to draw the negative attention of the Coast Guard and conversely, that they know where you are in the event of trouble. In your business, there are also a variety of laws and regulations with which you must be compliant. So the fourth key to launching a legally sound business is to have plans for compliance through business policies and operating procedures. And it is definitely a mistake to think you are too small to need policies for your business. Now, most of the policies you're gonna establish for your business are driven need to comply with statutes, rules, and regulations. And the list on this slide only scratches the surface. And in the interest of time, I'm only gonna discuss one of them. So here's my question for you. Does your website have a lead magnet, a newsletter sign-up form, a scheduler, or a contact form that you use to obtain names, emails, or phone numbers? Does your site collect metrics like clicks, views, or IP addresses? If you answered yes to any of those questions, then your website needs a privacy policy. What you are collecting is personal information and every website that collects personal information is required to have a privacy policy under GDPR and CCPA. GDPR is the European Union's General Data Protection Regulations. CCPA is the California Consumer Privacy Act. Now you might be thinking, but hey, Sherry, I don't do business in the European Union or in California. Here's the kicker. You can't prevent someone from California or the EU from coming onto your website and filling out those forms. And the minute they do, those laws kick in. They have the right to know what you collect, why you collect it, and how they can get it removed from your database. 
The fines for ignoring these laws are stiff. It's $2,500 to $7,500 per violation under the CCPA. It's a big growth area and at least 25 other states have already introduced consumer privacy regulation. So unless your website is a static information only page, you need privacy policy and it should be GDPR compliant. So now you have your boat, your crew, your provisions and your compliance plans. So what's left? Well, no self-respecting captain would launch her boat without a proper naming ceremony. And the same goes for your business. You may spend a lot of time choosing a name, colors, a clever tagline, and designing a logo. Your brand identity is a form of intellectual property. So the fifth key to launching a legally sound business is respecting intellectual property. Now let's talk briefly about two types of IP. A trademark is a word, phrase, symbol, or design that identifies and distinguishes a physical product. A service mark is a word, phrase, symbol, or design that identifies and distinguishes a service. And you can see examples of these on the slide. Now for both trademark and service mark, you have common law rights to your mark as soon as you start using it in commerce. What does that mean? It means you're using it on your product, on a website, on a promotional brochure, and when you do, you can use that TM or SM designation, even if you haven't filed an application with the USPTO. If you do file to register your mark, once the US Patent and Trademark Office has granted your application, your mark is considered registered and you can start using that little circle R symbol. Now, the USPTO looks for creativity in a mark. Names that are purely descriptive um, are not going to qualify for a trademark. For example, dependable delivery service. Also names that are confusingly similar to an already registered mark will not qualify. If you haven't had a professional trademark clearance search done before you started using your brand elements, you may be unwittingly infringing on someone else's registered mark. You don't want to spend a lot of money on your brand identity, on your logo, website, and business cards, only to have to start over because you've received a cease and desist letter from an owner whose mark you infringed. Now, pro tip here, if the dot-com version of the name that you want to use is taken, that is a huge red flag that someone else may already be using your mark. And once you've cleared the branding and started using it, take steps to protect it. Use the TM and SM symbols to de designate the marks you consider as your IP as soon as you start using them. And when you can afford it, consider filing for a trademark with the USPTO. So to recap, the five keys to launching a legally sound business include creating a structure for your business by registering a business entity, and a team of professionals to help navigate those areas outside of your own skill set, using contracts to protect your business and mitigate legal risks, ensuring compliance with regulations through established policies and procedures, and finally, protecting your own IP and making sure you're not infringing the IP of others. Making sure these keys are in place positions your business for smooth sailing and a successful journey. So that's it for tonight. Check out my Facebook page at facebook.com slash yoursmallbusinessattorney where I post Facebook Lives every Tuesday at 10 with valuable information regarding the legal aspects of your business. Thank you.
Thank you for listening. We hope to see you at our upcoming events. Go to divagirltribe.com or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at divagirltribe. Become a member and join our Diva Girl 411 Facebook group.